stronger. And welcome back. It's like John Williams himself just possessed me, right? It's good. Hey, it's Sith Council. And it's me, Christian Harlow. Thank you for joining us here today on Sith Council. I know everybody's very excited, as we are, because we held out. I'm going to do a big spoiler review on the day that it dropped. But then I was like, nah, I can't do it without Steph, Mike, whatever. But, you know, Steph, I wanted to make sure that was here. And she is here, ladies and gentlemen. And so is this guy. It's Johnny Chicks. Uh, let me show you. Unmute everybody. For I'm unmuted. No, no, you're not. You're good. You're good. Yeah, I'm unmuted. It's nice to see everybody. It's nice to have everybody here. It's nice to be able to talk about um, everything that we need to be talking about. <clears throat> and, of course, is the Bad Batch. That is the Bad Batch. That's not has nothing to do with us. <laughs> Depending, you know, I mean, the, the thumbnail, by the way, that Brian Ward did was incredible, as always. Thank you to the great Brian Ward. Um, so here's the thing. Steph and I have seen, I think, uh, four episodes or whatever. It might be a total or, or two episodes. I can't, I don't know how it's all paced out. So we have to be very careful what we, because we can't, you're not allowed to spoil certain things. Um, so Mike has watched, Mike, you watched the Disney Plus release, right? Yeah, I'm behind. All right. You so, guys are watching four. Well, I, I don't know yet. So here's, it's because Steph and I were just talking about this before as we were started out. We're like, okay, so we don't, because I think that the full episode was 70 minutes, but I think Steph and I watched, what was it? How many? Like 120 or something? Yeah, I didn't see, yeah, I didn't see it. Because I saw somewhere people were talking about 120 being seen. I was like, yeah, I didn't see any of that. All right. I so get, I'm getting short shrift here. So for everybody here, if you have not seen the uh, the episodes yet of, of Bad Batch or the episode that's up on Disney. Let me figure this out here. Please do not. Do not uh, actually. What am I asking? You please, anything. I'm saying, please. If you haven't seen, get out of here because we don't. We don't want you. We don't want you. Please, to please don't. Please don't. Please. I don't want you spoiled. I don't want you to get spoiled. Please don't. So, just don't. But listen, Mike. I got to start with you. Where does because this is why I'm. I'm telling everybody this. Where does the episode end? Where? Did, where? What happened to you at the end when you're watching it? Oh God. Really? Um, it, it. it felt like a. I'm trying to think. It wasn't a cliffhanger. It was. It just. Were they going off to a different planet? Did they go to another planet? Yes. Did you see them on that planet? No. Okay. So okay. no. So, Stefan, we know then where to stop. Um, so the, let's let's just get into the start of this. I'm trying thing. to recall. Let me get pull up my notes here. Hold on a yeah, second. You guys keep, you Steph, talk. Steph, talk Steph amongst yourselves. Steph and I are going to be kind of skating around certain things. So yeah, I was going to say here. Chat can help us out too. Uh, I'm assuming that they were on Camino and that they yeah. Raining stuff and Tarkin was there and it, yeah, all that stuff. Okay, great. The start of this thing already kicks your ass because the and and, and I have to be honest. I don't know how much we're going to get to the other stories today. We might just really d dive deep into Bad Batch for the majority of this episode and we, and we get to what we can. If you guys can put in your super chats, we're going to try to get to as many as possible. But like I said, we really want to dive deep into this episode. I had a chance to watch like the first like 15 or 20 minutes. Um, and then I called Steph and I go, you're going to lose your mind when you see this because I didn't know what to expect from this show. Because I have to be honest, when I saw the last season of the Clone Wars and they it makes so much more sense now, but they they really feature, I think, for the first three episodes on the Bad Batch. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's get to Ahsoka. Let's get to everything else. And now 
I take it back. I'm glad that they did that because they set it up really well. And they set up, okay, now they, they had a plan of what they were doing. They had a plan of what they were going to be ultimately, uh, which story they were going to be telling. So when it opens up, and I, I, it looks like I'm, from, I'm looking at tweets and everything too, people didn't know right away. Like the second they, they show, um, uh, I, Steph, help me with the, the name of Kanan. No, not Kanan. Uh, his, oh. his, uh, Del, Del Baba. I always, I always mess it oh. up. Deep Papalaba? Yeah. yeah. Well, sure. I mean, you should know, shouldn't you? That's, I think it is. I think it's Deep Papalaba. It sounds I have like it written. Like someone should be singing. Oh, um, yeah, it is. Deep, no, Bilaba. Deep Bilaba? Deep Bilaba. Thank you. I call it Deep Papalaba. Thank you, Deep. Yeah, so you is, said that is, with such authority, too. Yeah, I did, didn't I? By as the long way, as you, Steph, if, if you believe your own lie and yes. you're sincere about it, it it sells it so well listen uh people are letting us know because and this is by the way this is it, it, when people ask me would you ever compete in the star wars division no no i won't <laughs> because here's i can't this is my point the second i see her and hear her name i won't i won't remember it or recall it in my head and i'll definitely mess it up however i knew immediately the second i saw her i'm like oh kanan's gonna show up because the of the greg weissman uh a comic book the stuff that they show in Rebels, the uh -huh. stuff they showed them. Like, oh, we're we're in Order sixty six here. We're gonna see what happened, and we're gonna see how Kanan kind of went down that path. So I was expecting that. It looked like a lot of people didn't really know right away. And there's some people asking, "Who's that kid?" I think Ben Goddard was like, "Am I supposed to know who that kid is?" Uh -huh. uh, so when watching that and seeing that scene, I'm like, "Okay, so they're not only this isn't just about the Bad Batch. This is about everything happening." Uh, and, and tying it in and not smashing it over the head with all oh, here's what's going to happen. You're going to see order 66 again. It's like, no, 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 this is very relevant to the evolution of what the empire did. Steph, well, how did you feel when you first saw this scene? I, they just like came in running. They kicked the door down. It took me a second to adjust to realize where we were. I think I told you that and who we were dealing with. And then when I realized it was Caleb, I'm familiar with his series, the book series, and I love his story so much. Loved him in Rebels. So then I realized what story we were getting, where we were starting off. And I think it was the perfect beginning of where to start off because then when you get the Bad Batch, you realize that it's Order 66 through their lens and everything that unfolded. Yeah, when that scene sets up, like again, like I said, I was expecting immediately. I'm like, oh, they're gonna show how she how she eats it here. They're gonna they're gonna show because all the all the clones turn on her, and that's why he gets all pissed off. But I didn't know how they were gonna include it to the Bad Batch because they don't have the chips, you know, in their head. So I'm like, how how is this gonna work? I thought it was done brilliantly. I thought it was done really well because even the setup of ah, we gotta take out all these droids. Uh, yeah, but there's 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 I got a couple people. Just just was it five? That's it. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I thought at first. But watch this, and then they come in, and they yeah. ran, and that was great. And then I'm like, yeah, but this isn't going to end well. Mike, did you yeah. know what was going to happen at this point, or well, you're not as familiar with it yet? Because you haven't watched Rebels yet, right? No, I haven't watched Rebels yet. Right. Um, and what I love is because I'm not, I, I'm not through with Clone Wars yet. But I feel watching this already, I feel like I'm not going to need to have finished Clone Wars to appreciate this show. No, no, you know, no. that's what, I, that's what I'm. I, I, as someone myself kind of coming at these the animated from a, a different perspective um but knowing where the place is like okay my first thought was like okay is this before clone wars or after clone war or sith revenge of the sith is like okay it's right in the middle of it um but when they showed up it, it brought like uh oh okay i see where this is going yeah. and she had her pat uh, her padawan with her was it was in C caleb caleb mm -hmm. Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. Caleb. Yeah, that's that's Kanan. And so, and by the way, so everybody was like, uh, his voice is too deep. Well, yeah, they got Freddie Prince Jr. back. 
and he was 50 years old and he, and it's but it Is was 50 gotta be close to it wow. yeah yeah and Damn. and so when he's but when he's doing it and when he's when he's doing the voice uh yeah. like i think that's very prince jr actually doing the voice of caleb doing I, I was cool with it it's fine um but some people are saying in the chat that they retconned some of Kanan's origin. I don't. Can you can you be specific as far as how? Because I, I read the the Weissman uh, comic, so it's literally looking at it right now. I haven't. Um, I haven't. Yeah, read because it. I, it's pretty similar from what I remember. It's pretty spot on, other than uh, how Billaba died exactly. Yeah. Is but it, yeah. she dies, and that's where he starts on his new journey. Yeah, I thought that yeah. that's what they did. They all turned on her and started kind of shooting at her. She told them to take off and run. I remember that. And I'm not sure. But but either way, I think, Mike, what's going to happen, you know, as you watch this series and then you go back and you watch the other series, you, you're going to – I think you'll you'll appreciate it a lot more, obviously, because you'll, you'll be more attached to some of these characters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, that's already what I feel with the clone with the prequels already from just the, the small bit that I've gotten into. And I'd heard that people had always said it just makes the, the film so much better. Yeah. Uh, because um, of how much they tie to it. So yeah. But that doesn't, that also this, this, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe Neil, Neil Hanstock says Tarkin's voice is way off. Did you not watch Rebels and Clone Wars? I'm not yeah, sure. It's it, the same. It's the same. It's the same that kind of thing never bothers me. Just because I'm so used to different actors with the different characters, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Stanton uh, absolutely owns the Tarkin voice. He's phenomenal yeah. as Tarkin. He was great in uh, Tarkin in Clone Wars. He was great in, in Rebels. And I think he's just as great here. So, yeah, I, I don't think his voice is off at all. But, I mean, that's obviously opinion. Um, Tarkin anyway. is one of those characters specifically that I think Clone Wars makes you understand him and his turn so much better than in just yeah. the films and then so when you see him in bad batch again you it it helps yeah and so all of that the fact that order 66 is and, and i think mike that's another thing with clone yeah. wars i think that as you're watching it because they explain more about why the clones turn they explain and they, and, they, and they have and they have a bit of a explanation inside of this when they're talking about the, the chip and how it it it's, it didn't affect some of the bad batch, but but it, it it um see this is my point. I don't remember I don't remember any any names. I never remember names. What's the, what's the name of a short? What's the name? Short shot, quick shot, crosshair. Oh. Crosshair, close enough. Um, well, there's uh, crosshair hunter, um, echo wrecker. Yeah. I'm never yeah, gonna he, never tech tech and echo. Yeah, hunter wrecker tech crosshair echo. There's yeah, yeah. five of them. You better remember that for next year. And six will Rex. Yeah. You shut your mouth. And you don't even. I am next you know. year. Not this year. Not this year. Um, but either way, so when they when they were talking about crosshair with with the with the chip, they they did it. I think they did a good job with people who they have to say. Well, you know, not everybody. Maybe everybody's just going to tune into this one and never have checked out Rebel. So we have to make it at least a little. They do a great job of that. I so too. Yeah, I thought. I mean, they got they have to, you know, because with Disney Plus now, a lot of people are now experiencing all this stuff for the first time so yeah yeah um, i love the concept of bad batch when i heard about it and i knew i knew i'd heard about it before i'd even gotten to the old show but just that concept of those ragtag band and what was it order the not force 99 or something was the original name of it or yeah. like yeah. i love I, I love i just love stories and movies and television of like the the, the small ragtag group so this, yeah. this thing's right up my alley it set it up very well i think you really care about these characters the way that they are but going back to cross here real quick and i was talking about that with um with steph i'm, I'm curious who who voices him is this, is it uh, who d, voices d, bat, d d bradley baker he voice him all he voices him also i he think voices he voices all of them 
So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Texas Mofo. No, I'm not gonna take notes. You, you follow. Someone's oblivious to taking notes. Watch a different show. And I don't. I, don't, I take. I, I. I want. I've been doing this for since since Schmoes. I, I've. I've never. I don't take notes. It's not. That's. That's not. I'm not a professional critic. I'm not. A, I. I watch a show and I talk about it the same way that you would with your friends. You take notes when you're watching with your friends. <laughs> you take notes. You're looking. At, oh, you know, hold on. I got to. Now, nah, but you're on YouTube when you're talking. No, no. I'm just talking. And I'm just talking. I'm not gonna take notes. I got more stuff to do. Take notes. These guys remember crosshair or flop shot or sop sop. Uh, <laughs> flop shop and my good old buddy, my favorite Star Wars character of all time, didn't pop up though. You, shit nice. you don't take notes. No, I'm gonna take notes. Oh, like Kevin Smith. I'm doing that. Taking, <laughs> taking notes. Anyway, um, but I will say about uh about crosshair is that his voice. Who trusts this guy? Why would you? Why would? How, <laughs> immediately. Well, you know, I think I'd go get some coffee. It's like, well, who are you going to kill on the way to get coffee? It's like, is it, cause that, <laughs> yeah. And also, every second, following orders, following oh, orders. It's like, and you just knew his chip wasn't as adjusted as the rest. It was yeah. more intact. Peace out, dirt ass. Um, <laughs> so. We uh oh yeah time to go. So, <laughs> <laughs> this happened last night too much. I have no I have no patience for people anymore. It isn't have patience, especially if you can't have com- if you don't know if you have comedy in your life. I'll have triggered. Cringe, cringe, cringe. Go sniff your own farts in your basement, will you? What? <laughs> You're a rare form today, aren't you? Oh, this is oh. my D form. This so is good. It's like it's the, knocking on the door. Can you get on my case for my Twitter when I this, go off? Oh, this is different. Twitter, Twitter's very oh, different. Oh, okay. Twitter's very different because of things <laughs> that you do. Things that you do. Very different. Um, now, as we are moving on over to the next, um, like, well, speaking, st- staying with Crosshair, and he's, he starts firing at poor Caleb, and Caleb's trying to see who he can trust, and obviously he can't trust this guy, and and – the fact that when he, at the very end, though, when they're on that cliff and he jumps, and I love that whole scene where he's like, funny that you can see him when normally you look down. And yes. Like, and like that that whole thing, that whole thing. I was like, okay, well, we're, we're getting it. It's great character development throughout it. What do you think, uh, Steph? Yeah, and that was the moment where I was thinking, oh, we have really good writing. You, you have writing that makes sense, and it's, like, deep, and it makes you think of things that – I wasn't thinking about that, but that's so true. And then all of their – each character's writing was so specific to them, and so quickly you adapted to their type of personality. It was really well done. Um, Mike, so yep. did you – so, again, because did you watch the last – the last season of Clone Wars, you, these guys were no. brand new to you. Everything was brand new. To I you. knew who they were, okay. like because they made such a big splash. So I knew who it was. Like there's there's lots of stuff in the later season of Clone Wars that I do know that happens. I know characters that pop up, so it's not a surprise to me. So I did know them because I remember when they first came out, they reminded me a lot of the the Republic Commando video game, like because yeah. I love that game. There was four personalities in that game, and and so I'm that was one of the things I'm excited to get to. So when this was announced, I'm like, oh well, I'm not waiting for that, so I'm jumping in right now. I thought. Yeah. I think that we're going to suffer some tragedy in this show. Me too. Mm. I, I think okay. I, I do. I think because they're setting it up and the fact that like how how long can these guys really last? And what did they announce? They announced uh, 16 episodes in, in the first season. Is that what, is that what it was? 
I've lost track. Everyone is different. I've lost track of it. Maybe I, I should take notes. 16. Yeah, 16 episodes in Bad Batch season one was what was announced. So um, that's going to be that's going to be a great setup to this whole this, look already and being tiptoeing over what has been shown and what what hasn't. Um, they're setting up some really truly amazing stuff that ties in because when we're the Camino stuff, I thought was great. They were so excited to get back to Camino. They haven't been there, but it's it's clearly changed. Camino is close. Yeah, but it's changing also, right? Because now these these clones are are all they're they're just different. They're different now. They're they're tapped into the Empire and love the love the scene with Tarkin and they're like yeah, explaining why now we don't we don't need any more clones. Shut it down. Shut it down. We don't need it anymore. It's mm -hmm. it, this is this is now this is a matter of uh we're we're gonna we're gonna recruit and they're like, Yeah, but our clones, you're not gonna be able to do the thing. Like, yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, I always thought that that was so cool because we always talked about this, me and some friends. Where it was like, when does that happen? When do they go from the clones to humans and, mm -hmm. and to, to be able to see that? And again, it's probably because Filoni, you know, like, you know, that's a big, huge thing that we never really addressed and talked about. So we're going to we got the, the um, venue to do it, I should say. And, and they yeah. do all of that stuff, the way it's set up on Camino and the changing of, of the clone guard, if you will. But like mm -hmm. and. All of that, the way it's set up, and that training thing, and that, and Tarkin coming in, just like, yeah, let's test test these idiots out and see what happens. Yeah, use real rounds. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> it was incredible. And they're like, using live rounds, like what? And and, but it just shows you how good the Bad Batch is, and what they're gonna, you know, the tests that they're put through. Yeah. Mike, what was the what were the what were the big again? Tiptoeing. What were the big cameos for you besides Caleb? Were there any other big cameos from characters that you saw? Um, well, I mean, I, I, when cameos like I didn't expect cameos in this sense. Like, uh, I mean, not really. I mean, okay. I knew Fanic Shan, Shan was going to be in it, so I mean, was that yeah, a cameo? Not, but she's not in it yet. No, I know, but I'm like, I'm trying to think. I'm saying anybody that actually popped up in the ones that you did. Watched. I miss someone? Is that what you're asking me yeah, now? Yeah, did I, you, was you, it fast? You, did I miss it? No, no, no. So, uh, okay. So, then I didn't see it. Who am I? Who am I missing? Well, I'm not going to say it. I'm not because it looks like there's going to be something else that's fun for people. But so I got to go back and watch it. Oh wait. So that so we did see this. Okay. That's so what I'm saying like that. I was it like we saw that we saw them go to Saw Gerrera and we oh, saw yeah. try to stop the bad. What you saw? But that is that a cameo? Would you say? Yeah. All right. So Saw Gerrera is in it. Thank you, Heath. So Saw Gerrera is in it now. I think that what they did here with Saw Gerrera, and I'll let the chat correct me if I'm wrong here. They went away from the Forest Whitaker design and they went back to the Clone Wars design of um, of of yeah. Saw. Now, granted, he's younger, but but even but he was younger in Rogue One too. But and they don't they don't even use his voice. It's not it's not Forest Whitaker was doing the voice in in Rebels, but for I don't know if it's the same actor that did it. Yeah, I know. I was no, it's um, not. Not the same actor. Not, that no, it, that was oh gosh. Um, oh, in. In the Clone Wars show, it was somebody different. Uh, no, is the guy's name is Andrew uh, Kashima? Kish okay. Something like Kashino? It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not Forrest Whitaker. It's oh, Andrew no, no, something. No. I know. I, I'm one. I'm wondering if they brought the guy back that did it. It in sounded like him. Wars. Like it wasn't like I wasn't was listening. Going, Clone oh, this Wars is different. Season Andrew five. Kish Andrew Kashino is the guy's name. Kashino. Uh, there you go. No, but I'm curious if he oh he, he does he does come back to voice him in um in the Bad Batch. He does, yeah. yeah. It sounded the same. Yeah, it's clearly not it's clearly not um Forrest Whitaker. And I'm 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 wondering why No, it's not. What yeah. do you 
<laughs> yeah. Believe. <laughs> Believe I, in the Berkeley the dream. Yeah. So it is the same method. Great. Get the all board. That, so that so that all, so that all makes sense to me then when they they're they're still they're sending out they're sending out um the clones to do this job. They don't do it, and they're not because they're they're not they're not they're not locked into the empire. That's the whole point with Tarkin. He's trying to figure out if they are. So, and even when they're in that line and listening to the the, the speech from, they're listening to the speech from uh, Palpatine, the first galactic empire. Like all of that it was oh so, so great. So yeah, it was such a cool, per different perspective of something we've seen on screen, but in a different way. But just going back, Christian, when you Tarkin was testing them, do you remember in the Clone Wars when that happened? Not with the entire bat; it was a different group, but they were tested similarly like that, and they had to. I forget what season it was. I think it was like season three, but they they had a few scene callbacks like that, which was nice because it was like an elevated way of showing a similar storyline, but different with the bad, bad batch. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a lot of cool tie-ins to the show that I, that you don't get lost on if you haven't seen it. Right. It's just, it's one of those kind of nods. Because a lot of people have asked that. I think that who asked, I think, uh, it might've, well, Oh, it was David B. David B tweeted out and said, if I've never watched Clone Wars or rebels and I watched the show, will I be lost? And I said, I, you won't be lost. I think no. that you, up more if you watch clone wars and rebels obviously um but you won't be lost watching it i think it's i think it's a good way to get people into the animated in general i think people go back and watch it for sure yeah i agree yeah uh, there's a question out here from xeno hour it says does anyone think that any uh of the andors will show up maybe that'd be mm -hmm. a good way to good way to tie in uh, uh, i mean it's, it's it's not not cassian per se remember if they stick to the novel and the stuff that was in the novel, Cassian's parents were separatists who his then parents. who then turned. So um and his parents definitely could see. Yeah. I think, yeah, because I think he's got his show coming out. Yeah, you right. know, I think, but the parents, absolutely. Yeah, and then we should also talk about Omega. We haven't really talked about her yet. Yeah, go now ahead. that was that's the one thing that because what I love to do when I watch an episode is I love to go online and then with my notes, right. to, with compare, notes. to compare against other people's notes. Right. Take notes. Um, but the Omega, that was the that was the one that was like, I don't want to say divisive. I missed it. Why? Let's take notes. <laughs> Let me tell you this. That's what I miss because I do take notes when I watch for IG, but I miss yeah. half the fucking movie when I do that. Hey. So I got to pause. I got to rewind. What did he say? Right. I got to watch it with the captioning on because I got to write my notes. Notes. So no, when I watch for fun, I don't watch for notes. When I do something for fun, it ain't notes because every other damn movie I have to watch, I have to watch with notes. Taking notes. Um, but the make this was a divisive thing. I thought among all the different people. Uh, I loved Omega. It was. It was I, it, saw, I saw. Did you say who was it? You want me to rat them out? No, what, oh. I'm not ratting them out. I did see a few different people. Ben Goddard looking at you, unsure about Omega. I I think that it's going to be an Ahsoka situation where people are going to who don't like her are going to end up really liking her. I think I she's going to be an incredible character with massive abilities. I predict she's a force sensitive clone. I know I saw a lot of people thinking that. Yeah, and she's she's young, man. Let her, I mean, I I don't think that. I, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think she's going to have that kind of turnaround that people like. But I I don't find I found the Ahsoka character. I love the Ahsoka character now, but I found very annoying. 
in the first episode. I didn't find this character annoying at all. I found this yeah. character just she was I always odd. liked Ahsoka from the even from the movie. Style. I liked her. Yeah, she was a little weird, and you yeah. have to adjust. But she's been on Camino. Like that's a weird place to grow up. Yeah, she's yeah. weird. But yeah. I think it's be one of those ones that's like endearing to people eventually. Like, oh god, I love her now. But that's a good point. It's like, hey, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. You got friends? No, just big long necked aliens. They're gonna tell me to take a look at the clones. So yeah, I'm a little weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we get it. We get it. You would be. I love it. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I and I like how they're kind of and she 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 can take a shot. She she got she got. <laughs> nuts. She got guts. I think she I don't know if they're teasing this, but in the few scenes we got with her, she's displaying similar characteristics to each of the bad batch members. Right. So it seems like she's gonna and she yeah, with force sensitivity, I think she's gonna be incredible. I hope she doesn't die, but she might be one of the casualties. Ben Bam so? I was watching a Star Wars reaction video and this girl was looking down and taking notes when Solo <laughs> flew back into the Yes, trench to save Luke. She completely missed it. Yeah, because she was taking notes. She might, yeah, maybe she doesn't remember the name when she's watching, but at least she can talk about the moment. Can you even talk about Star Wars if you don't memorize all the names, Christian? No, we should call this show. We should change this show. We should call this show Triggered. (laughs) No? That would be our batch name, Triggered. (laughs) Triggered. Let's do it. Triggered Triggered while taking notes. That's what we'll call this show. And we just have a, a guy like this. <laughs> he's looking up at the sky because he's missing everything. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you watch last night? I think it was Star Trek. No, idiot. Star Wars. Oh. Oh. Live long oh. and prosper. Uh-oh. Notes. <laughs> Somebody doesn't take their notes. <laughs> it's the whole, the whole thing. Oh. Um, moving on. We, uh, and... I think that that whole scene, by the way, with well, going back and forth to the uh, the conversation. Mike, Mike, give me all the names yeah. of the, the clones again. Oh, for fuck's sake! Let me hold on. Let me let me consult my notes. Top person. Uh, Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, Crosshair, Echo, and Captain Rex. Hold on, Captain Rex. Nah, he's not in there. Um, but that's my notes. My notes are messed up. But that's the thing, though. Also, that I think so. By and speaking of Echo. I love like this is something, uh, Mike. There's a whole big backstory to him as well. There's a Captain Rex or Echo, Echo, and 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 in the last season of the Clone Wars, you you see how he joined the Bad Batch. Okay, so that was a phenomenal. Like he's he's got a really deep history. So watching him and and listening to him and and you know figuring out his how he fits in all this was great. But it's. The big story, I think, is Crosshair and Hunter. Right? That's the that's that's the the, the question of power. Maybe you cannot you can't lead us anymore. You know, like that. that and the second that guy's talking, though, it's just like it's it, it, Steve Simone, a buddy of mine, a comedian, used to do a great joke on uh, on, on the late great Roddy Piper, and like we, we we became buddies with Roddy down the line, right? And he's just like, yeah. And just as a kid, though, you'd hear him talking like, I don't know, I don't trust him. It's like that's the second crosshair opens his mouth. You're just like no, second. No, no, no. Thanks. And Hunter kept being like, just get in, just get in. let's go, let's go. I'm like, <laughs> Why are you so chill about this man? <laughs> no. Hunter, Hunter's great though. I mean, I'm, he's got- I love and then the dynamic with Omega. Yeah. 
I'm really liking um, it. It is. It, it's it's good. The well, yeah. The story is Omega getting fit into the to this crew and Hunter yeah. and, and Crosshair kind of having their shift of power, but it doesn't look like anybody else is really buying what Crosshair is selling. You know, like he because he's he's still he he's 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 tainted, if you will. He's tainted. Yeah. That conversation with Omega that he had was interesting too. And she's like, I know what you're going to do and don't do it. And I thought that maybe that could have been a moment for him, but it wasn't. Yeah. He's, he's rotten. He's rotten. Um, are there other things that stood out to you guys in, inside of this for sure? With her? No, oh, the, the episode in general. Well, though. now let me ask you this, because this was a weird one. So she's force sensitive, right? Yeah. Omega. That's what we we're think. assuming. Okay, so it's this is a new thing because I was like, "How does this happen?" No, we, we yeah, we think she's the first force sensitive clone. So that's the that's the plot point. That's the how does this yeah. happen? Okay, because I'm like, I didn't want to if something this was spoiled in the Clone Wars series that this has been done before. It's because I'm kind of like, huh? That's not, yeah, no, that's, she's that's the crux of the story that we're gonna yeah, go on. When okay? Hunter says there's five enhanced clones, though, she is the fifth one. Right. Okay. But she's also probably force sensitive. Well, she would be the first one that we see chronic chronologically, but not the first one we've ever seen in general, because Palpatine, of course, is a clone. Now, yeah. are they assuming that Django is the alpha? Because that's the big thing. Alpha, the alpha and the omega is that's always known in history, in storytelling, the story of the alpha and the omega are the two. I don't I don't I think she was cloned from some some somebody else. So we don't know the alpha then. I don't think so. Not for her, because I, I mean, that's I think that's a way for them. If you look at what Marvel did with that setup of Luke's hand, trying to combine everything of how they were able to eventually make all the Snokes. And and then you look at what Mandalorian did with um, cloning and, and yeah. starting to clone. Okay. Yeah. You know, this is another way to do that and fit it in, because I thought this was going to be a one off. I you thought the series would be a one off. I thought this was going to be a one off, but apparently not because they're saying first season. Um, so somebody, I don't. This sounds like it's going to be an ongoing, more of an sort of an ongoing thing, as opposed to like Book of Boba or Obi Wan. I think so. I think that that's what this show has proven. That I, again, after and wrongly thinking that after those three episodes of Clone Wars, as much fun as they were, I'm like, okay, this is just about these guys, and it's going to be like a spinoff series about just them and their adventures. I mean, it's partially that, but it ties into the overall saga, which yeah. is the thing that I, I'm always the most interested in, and they got me. In the first like minute and a half, I'm like, yeah. okay, um, they're, they're gonna do this kind of stuff. I'm I'm in, you know, yeah. and not and not just because they all they threw Kanan in there. It's like, no, it's relevant to what happened. He, and, yeah, Filoni is just such a and now we've seen it live action and anime. We knew he could do both, but it was just like he gets you right away. Always. I remember that first I still remember the first opening of Mandalorian. Well, like, remember he knows that, how to hook an audience instantly. He's, he's, he's just a, I mean, he's just a producer on this one. He's yeah, not, but still I thought he matter. wrote this episode too. I thought he I thought he wrote it. Did he write this one? I, I think, think so. so. He co-wrote it. He co-wrote yeah. it. Okay. Um, but I knew he was involved. So I was like, that's him. And it just yeah. hooks you so damn good. I feel he's going to be more involved. Not that he well. wasn't involved in Resistance, but I feel he'll be more involved in this show because of all of his past, um, how hooked he into Clone Wars and Rebels he was. So I think yeah. he'll be more involved. I also don't think Resistance dropped at the at a time like this. I think Star Wars is even more popular and people are even more um, into the idea of exploring Star Wars, people who yeah. haven't it before. Yeah. So this is like when you have to strike and put it all in because there has been some disappointments with the films. 
Yeah, I think that this is going to be. I don't know. I thought this is a great. I think some people were hesitant, right? And they're going, well, I don't know. I, I got to wait till Book of Boba Fett. And then I got to wait for, because there are already shots of Pedro Pascal on set for Mandalorian season three. And, and I had Obi-Wan. It's like, I'll wait for that stuff. This is just kind of like a little appetizer. I think this is going to be start to be must. Uh, you can't miss TV now from what yeah. they've showed so far. And if, if for Star Wars fans, and I don't think you're going to get everybody who, there are a lot of people who, like Mark Ellis isn't going to watch the show. Like he's just not going to watch. But it's interesting you say that because I find I feel with Star Wars for some reason, and I get it. Like if it was if this was a Marvel, like the what if when that comes out for yeah. for I don't think that will get the numbers that the live action shows get. Sure, it just it just for some reason for some people audiences they see cartoon and they just think it's, it's cartoon. It's for my right. kids. Yeah, but for some reason with Star Wars, I, I don't know. This just seems like it seems so much more tied into what we're going to be getting. I, I yeah. really think. This may be one of those ones where maybe right away initially people are, are hesitant, but actually, oh, I got to go back and watch that because now this is tying into that with Ahsoka and I just, Andor, I don't, and I don't think there's a, I don't think there's as big of a. I, I think a lot of people still feel the way that you said initially. With yeah, the, and I think I think there are a lot of people who have already accepted like Rebels and Clone Wars and know and understand that it's not just that it, it's it's for everyone, right? Yeah. Um, but I think there are there is that there is that disconnect that some people I just don't like animated stuff and yeah. Or, for adults i just it's just not for me i can't relate to it the same way doesn't mean it's not going to do well doesn't mean the numbers it's certainly not going to do the numbers of of like mandalorian, mandalorian. Or vision or anything but i think they know that the the, yeah, the powers that be understand that yeah. completely of course they this do. um but i do love one thing i had to bring up was remember when they got to camino and there was the what looked like a dead jedi with the lightsaber holding on to a lightsaber yes who do you think that what i was is it yeah. I think it could have been any. I think it's just a remnant of Order sixty six. Oh, you don't think it's um means anything? Well, well specific? seeing seeing how now that they they're showing a dip up blah 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 her death, like anyone specific that we know, I think we would know they'll show. Like I think that was just kind of what the aftermath she- of what's happening or knowing setting the scene where we are. No, but they are on Camino, and so there is a yeah. possibility of what are they doing with the body. Is is the oh yeah? It doesn't mm. necessarily mean like who it is, but it could be one of those things of maybe, maybe it's one of those things where they're they're taking they're taking they're taking fallen Jedi and they're cloning them. They're using the midichlorians. They're using these things, and maybe that's that's the setup to this Snoke stuff, to the Palpatine stuff. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the ultimate setup. They've been working on this thing forever, so they're able to do it. They're yeah. able to combine all the sciences throughout the uh, science throughout the year. Um, throughout the years so i don't know i mean this it is a, this is the beauty of it of being able to and people are like, oh they're retconning and not necessarily a retcon, retcon is is very different from filling in the gaps right now it's 100 different right where there are a lot of unnecessary gaps 100 percent. where there are a lot of unnecessary holes in the plot absolutely but with the ability to have the shows live action animated comics books there is a way for them to now carefully they're going to still be able to mess things up if they s- certainly you know overstep or say well wait a minute that negates what you set up there that's certainly possible it always is but i just think something like this with the cloning and camino jedi and stuff that we don't know about like oh that's how that all kind of fits yeah like death troopers and the mandalorian I, I think star wars more so than any franchise out there has done a great job of combining everything like they really you know you their their comics are going right along with what's being told in, in the movies and tv shows so i think 
you know, this, that's the great thing. Like you said, Christian, about, you know, you get your movie every couple of years, but your TV show, that's where you fill in the gaps. That's where you do long form storytelling. Uh, and myself, like with the comics, I love that this is filling in areas that we're never going to see that they don't have the time or the money to do for live action or, or yeah. even animated. So it's just different stuff. Books too. Agreed. And I think that it's, um, it, it does, this also goes back to what we were talking about with the subscription model, because I think that if you had the way that it used to work, you'd have to go find rebels or uh, Clone Wars on like Cartoon Network or, or Disney yep. XD, whatever. And not everybody was going out of their way to do that. Right. No. And the promotion wasn't as strong as it was with, with Disney plus. And, and now that if you have subscribed to Disney plus because you have, because you like Mandalorian and you're, and you're excited for Boba Fett and all that, you're like, this is kind of goes back to the point that we've, we've listed well i'm subscribed to this thing i normally wouldn't go out of my way to watch it but it's star wars i'll check it out and then i saw somebody in the chat who said well the first thing i thought of was if this is what rebels and clone wars were like i should probably go back and check it out and i think you're gonna get a lot of people that are taking their first dive into animation with this show and i think that they're very aware of that and why they're making it so accessible to people who are more about the overall lore than just Clone Wars and Rebels lore. Mm-hmm. Because if you did just Clone Wars and Rebels lore, then that's when you're gonna lose people. Like for I example, you, you can yeah, like yeah. you you can watch you can watch this scene, the opening scene, find see Caleb, see uh, you know, everybody, see that whole scene play out, still be invested and not know who the hell that that kid is. You'll probably go out and tweet, was I supposed to know right. who that kid was? But it doesn't take away from the experience of that scene and the emotional response you're supposed to have it just delivers a lot more if you do know who it is because you've gone back and watched but it doesn't take away from it i think that's the smart thing yeah yeah i think even if you didn't know the characters like mike said in the beginning he instantly has and it formed an attachment to the bad batch they did such a good job of you like these characters so if you're in this story you're starting to follow this story correct um and there's just so much that's going to keep on happening in this show that i st- i'm just confused at the moment because i don't know how many i've watched i, I it was they they, well, they did they do that just for you because you had the screener and they wanted you to get the or they, they just sent, sent you that they sent movie. it as like a big block yeah. and we just yeah. and steph and i just watched like uh, i think it was uh, i don't know and an well, hour all right. and, well do we know how much or how long each episode is going to be normally is it going to be 30, 30 minutes or i just know that so you guys got three of them on- then I think the next one dropping on Thursday night or Friday is 30 minutes, okay. but I don't know if that's the set tone. It's probably like Mandalorian where it's switching. We need to figure out while this show is happening. If we, during the time, well, because even when Boba words. Back, we should come back on Friday mornings, I think we should start to do this show as opposed to Wednesdays because you, I mean, it's just a question of switching out within the inner geekdom show. We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to figure it out pretty fast, to be honest with you. Um, all right, before we move on, I also wanted to let you guys know, uh, I mentioned it before, and I'm going to mention it again because we're very excited to have them on board, ladies and gentlemen. That would be better help. Uh, I wanted to let everybody know that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P, better help, because if there is something that is interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals, 
BetterHelp is going to assess your needs and um, match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is, it is a professional counseling done securely online. It's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses that you can schedule weekly through video, phone sessions. You won't ever have to sit in on an uncomfortable waiting room with uh, as traditional therapy. It's it's very, very convenient. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic mat uh, matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So what you do is you visit their website and you can read their testimonials that are posted daily. You got to visit betterhelp.com slash Sith. Betterhelp.com slash S-I-T-H. Join over the 1,000, 1,000, way more than 1,000, 1 million people who have taken charge of the mental health with help of experienced professionals. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's a very special offer to the Sith Council listeners. You get 10% off of your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Sith. Please go and check them out. Check out uh, BetterHelp.com. It is um, very, very... It, it's an incredible it's an incredible service we're excited that they are sponsoring us you've heard brett talk about it you've heard me talk about it and i will put the uh the link in the description for you guys also um anything else we need to touch upon with this show before we are you know moving on to anything else does anybody have any thoughts concerns no concerns who's got concerns i don't know you, you, but everybody likes the show so far i didn't see anything i didn't like Okay, well, take it easy. You don't have to get so upset. <laughs> I'm not getting upset. I'm coming in hot, though. You know me. I, know. I like it. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Hold on, I, hold on, I, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, no, I take it Mike, Mike. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Got coming it. in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Like, this reminds me. Someone said in the chat, I'm glad they did. It reminds me of the A-team. It's the A-team. And that's what I love. Yeah, it so is. I'm on board. Well, it's any of that. It's, it's that it's. It reminds me of whether it's Predator or any of the like, yeah the, Predator the, yeah the, the, that that team of we don't see we don't see it as much anymore right and you get nope. that, that that team that and you know each one of them even though they're all clones you, they all have their own yeah. certain personalities they do they, they stand even out. visually besides and the personalities they give such a good job of making them distinct and I, I love that yeah Okay, uh, then we're going to move on then, unless there's anything in general that the audience wants to talk about that we missed that you want us to talk about, we'll get to it. But we do have your questions, and then Steph's got to jump on over to SCN Live, where she is going to be covering the release dates of the new Star Wars movies. There's, there's, I can quickly say that without covering too hard into detail here, because like I said, we don't have much time, and Steph's going to be doing it. Our buddy Eric Davis over at Fandango, tweeted out and he said here are the release dates for the next three star wars movies you got patty jenkins rogue squadron arriving on 12 22 uh 2023 mm. so we get a we, we're gonna get that in about two years the untitled star wars movie which could be taika watiti's film arrives on 12 19 25 it's four years and the untitled star wars movie arrives on 12 17 27. um I, the first two i understand i think announcing the third one is ridiculous <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. 
it's six years. Hey, in a movie we're going to release in six years. What is it? Yeah, it's like even Marvel, when they did that big slate, I think they've only set out the next three years, which is great. And there's like eight movies. But yeah, six years from now? And uh, they didn't say which one it is, right? Uh, yeah, I, I just don't. No, I just, it was just, it's like, I, it was like they thought they didn't have enough to say. So yeah. they're like, let's just throw in this. Because it was for the fourth right. and they're trying to like, we got to put it all yeah. out there. I'm like. If you don't got a name or anything out, or anything attached, and you're just saying the date. Years. Like, six years. Six right. years from now, God, I'm gonna be in my holy crap. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just it's too it's 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 probably the Feige movie, and it's it's just so far away that maybe yeah. they're just like, hey, yeah, 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 don't worry. If you know the thing we announced with Feige, we got a date on it, it's in about 30 years from now. Great. Great. It's like about 30 it, years from now. But anything can change at that point. And yeah. the, the landscape of Star Wars will be so different at that point from all the different uh shows that have been out and all, and the timelines and everything. And and what people want is gonna be that's so true. Different. And what changes, and you know, it's it's, it's gonna be so different. The, the I, it, Rogue, yeah, Rogue Squadron in two years, that's that's a great that's a great reveal. Great yeah. release. Um but yeah, they always yeah. run into trouble too when when you do when you uh, every company that has done this has gotten in trouble where they do those big announcements and they, they set a date and you're just like things change things yeah. change well six years you have a lot to prep for you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right well, we'll let's see. get let's get to some questions here let's get to some questions here um and here is the first one this is from curtis lopez the great curtis lopez it's been announced that loki will now air on wednesdays Starting June 9th, probably not to conflict with Bad Batch. Easy switch for IG show and sound. Uh, yes, thank you for that. I did not know that, and that makes my life a lot easier, to be honest with you now. So now we don't have to worry about um, that, and it'll be an easy switch with the IG show. So, yes, I think that's a good one. Uh, Eddie Alita. Does the flashing lights at the end of the Rise of Skywalker bother anyone else? Maybe I'm just sensitive, but it's almost unwatchable. Hated movie anyway, so oh well. Uh, nah, it didn't bother me as much. The flashing lights ends the Rise of Skywalker. I don't even remember what... Uh, what do we... I, I think at the end, it's probably just bothered the, the person the way they kind of... The, maybe with the the whole reveal. Oh, with, guys, the, with the voices and stuff? Have you seen that, hat, that version of it, though? What version? Where they actually added in the Force Ghosts at the end, they added in. And they're all surrounding her. They're all surrounding. I haven't her, seen that, but that would have been dude, awesome. It's phenomenally, absolutely should have done this. It had, it had every one of them behind her, like using. Anakin was there using the Force, and and oh, wow, and, and they're helping her out. And it was, I wonder why they didn't go that route. I don't they know. had to have thought about it. it they was, had to have thought about it was, that. It was phenomenal. It looks you can you can find it. It's great. Um, I would suggest looking it up if you haven't seen it, but it's really really. I'll good. take a look at that. It's really good. All right, let's get okay. to another one here. We got another one coming in, coming in hot, like Mike Kalinowski. <laughs> Always, right. buddy. Um, and here is the next one. This one comes in from the Real Reds. Thank you, Real Reds. Red? Nope, nope, not Real Reds. It would be the Real Red Five, considering this is a Star Wars show. Take your notes. You would have known that. Sorry. Crosshair in black looks like the first Death Trooper with his unique voice and helmet. Can sound like Rogue One Rebels. That's that's pretty cool. I'd be down for that if that was like the start of it. Yeah, um, that could work. Maybe, maybe him and Tarkin, you know, and start to form this relationship because he's he's not going to last the, the the series. I mean, there's, there's crosshair. No yeah, no way. He's, okay. he's, no. he's he'll eat it eventually. But they're all going to eat it eventually. Dagon yeah. S. Braun, without future episode spoilers, where do you think they're going to go with Omega's character? Being the one female clone, she seems important to the story. I think we kind of got into that a bit. I I mean, 
what I would like to see is I'd like to see that more of a reveal of she doesn't come from the Django thread. She comes from a different thread, a different mm -hmm. experiment that was kind of going on. That would be that would be pretty interesting. But what do you guys say? Yeah, I think that um, I know some people are like, she has Palpatine's hair. That would be kind of surprising if that was where. Oh, they're going to use him again. Come on now. Yeah, but yeah. So I'm well, yeah, but where sense. she came from. Did you just would, say that mother that any breath? Yeah, but it would make sense. It would, but it would make sense. I mean, yeah, that's but come they're, on. they're trying, they're trying to figure out. They're trying to figure out how yeah, it all ties in. I'm telling you, you it's going to go the route of the Alpha and the Omega. That's going to be that's a big thing. You watch. Mark my words. Mark my words. All right, take take notes. All right, relax. Dark <laughs> Jedi Knight. I want a video game about the Bad Batch, like Republic Commandos by Respawn, and have it be about their missions leading up to this show. Okay. It, it gets popular enough. Why not? Mike, your computer, is that me bouncing off there on the echo there, buddy? My computer? I don't know. Maybe it's Steph because she doesn't have headphones on. Could yeah. be. I, I like to blame Mike for everything, but I think this time. Of it's course you do. Yeah. You didn't you didn't call out the comment that my camera looks great today. Because it, does it doesn't. Look good. It does. No, it doesn't. It's my it's internet. Good. I fixed it. I don't know if it looks great. I think it looks decent. All right. Let's settle Christina, down. Is it that. actually okay if I jump to prep with Kate? We have a surprise for SEN. I heard. I heard. Yeah, you can go. Oh, so Steph's going to go because there's a big, massive surprise happening. She just texted me. So I'm, I'm pretty excited Bonnie's about showing it. up? She's tomorrow. She's Thursday. People sure. are showing up for sure. Different people. It's going to – It's. I know. I'm pretty upset that I'm not going to be on this show. I understand why it has to happen today, but I'm pretty upset that I'm not going to be on this one. So you don't want to miss this at uh, 10 o'clock. So all right, Steph, get out of here. Okay. We'll see you Bye. Soon. Bye, Steph. All right, now no more echo, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Her. That was her. We'll finish. Me. Let's finish. No, no, I can't blame it on you. I like to blame everything on you, but not this time. Um, here we go. Here's another one. This is got two left, and we're going to move on over. Okay. Two left. Here is the question that comes in from Robert Terry. When the prequels came out, the vibe was that they weren't good and should be forgotten, but Clone Wars helped redefine that era for many. Do you think a series like that could should be made to help redefine the sequel era? I think that they're slowly kind of mm. doing that, Robert. I think that whether it's a even question, well, it's a great question. I think that some of the stuff that you look at with um, what they did alone with uh, with Mandalorian, they're starting to add some things in there, right? I think that they're going to, this is once again, just to reiterate that point, because they have so much material that they can do, whether it be animated or live action or films. And because there's such a gap in between episode six and episode seven that there's so much that they could fill in and tie together the things the plot holes and all that that, that the same way that you're you're very you're that's absolutely true i think that the clone war series has made the prequels that much better i think that when you look at everything that has happened inside of those they just they can play like another episode and it ties into to the to that development of the characters that we always wanted to see. So I think that they'll do that for sure. Yeah, but I, I also think with that, it's weird in the sense that like because these fill in these plot holes with like the, because we we started at Attack of the Clones, begun the Clone War has, and yep. then Revenge of the Sith were in it. You know, we we missed so much. They 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 did like the Cliff Notes version of this great period of time, right? Whereas. Rise of Skywalker is a very kind of focused story. I mean, I think maybe the rise of the final order, that kind of maybe, maybe Palpatine's like how he came back. Like, cause that was, you get, whether you like that last film or not, you got to admit like, what the hell happened there? How did yeah. he get like, so yeah, that stuff. I don't know if they'll touch Ray or anything like that. 
I don't know. I don't know. We'll, but, we'll see. But here's here's another by Eddie Alita. Why is Disney so hesitant to explore the old Republic era in live action or animated? Instead, we get High Republic with Smith still in the shadows. Um, I I don't know the answer to that. I think that maybe because I I still feel, and I and I could be wrong. I still feel that there's this hesitancy that the two inside baseball stuff, and that that's only for the hardcore fans, and that that there's nobody that the audience can really relate to and that they'll understand or they'll know because these other shows have people that relate to the old trilogy. And if you go back that many years, people are going to not know what this is and not understand it. And the casual fan won't get it. I don't agree with any of that. I just happen to think that that's the philosophy over there with that sometimes. And, and I think that it's a, I think it's a mistake. Um, but I, there has, there's been rumors that they're, they're exploring, you know, Darth Bane and Knights of Republic, and I, I whether they pull the trigger on it, I don't know. A buddy of mine said, told me this weird. He was like, he was telling me, uh, he he's in uh, animation writing. He'd said, yeah. Mike, you could tell there's a fear. At, and this was, this was, I'd say three, four years ago. He's like, there is a fear at Disney from the higher ups. If something doesn't have the ter- if it doesn't have a Skywalker in it, yeah. if it doesn't have a saber or something like this, they are very like gun shy about pulling the trigger on anything that doesn't have those tenants to them. It's it's and it's true. It's, you you know what it is, it. but you, it, absolutely it's true. And you, but that's not just a Lucasfilm thing. That's a studio problem in general. That's right? what, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, he wasn't blaming anyone particularly. No, no, no. I know studio. True game plus. I'm. I know. I'm not the only one who wants a Knights of the, of the New Republic. Knights of the New Republic, or Old Republic. Not both. Maybe both. Um, but. I think that that it's always been a thing where it's like, oh, well, it's an IP that it's a brand new IP. We got to try to build a new IP. I don't know. I don't know. That's going to be tough to do. Got all this existing stuff. Like they're making they're making a risk. Don't worry, Dark Jedi. I got it. I got it queued up. I got it queued up. Um, So there's there's a. um, I think that there's there's a thing with studios in general with with the IP that they're worried about it, and I think High Republic, they're taking a shot with. And what I'm worried about with that show is that if they do that show and it's not successful gangbusters and it does and people don't respond to it, that they're going to do what they did with Solo and go, oh, no, 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 no. Let's stick to the era that they know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's 100 that percent. That's a that big makes, one. That's the, and, it, and that's unfair if that's the case. And I think High Republic could be. I mean, excuse me. Um, the Acolyte could be really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that show. I'm just saying that that's the weight that that show holds on its shoulders. Dark Jedi Knight. Is it possible for you to get Janina Gavankar on the show just to talk about Star Wars since she was in Battlefront 2? I, I would I would love to. I have a very good relationship with uh Janina. She's a she's a great person. She's really she's really funny. She's really funny. And I would love to have her on the show. I, I I'm gonna hold out though, because I, I think she's gonna show up um in one of these shows. I think she's gonna show up in in Oh, I absolutely think so. Yeah, I think she's going to show up. hundred percent. The the amount that they put into the casting of that with a video game, you're like, okay, this is going to be bigger. This is a character that they're seeing. Because yeah. it, it, it's if it's in know, a time female period. empire. Like at the time, it was like, that was I, never, I mean, now we see female empire everywhere. And it's it's kind of the, the new trilogy kind of brought that to the forefront. There are, it's not just old white dudes. I don't think she's going to be in the empire by the time this show. I think takes- she'll have a different place. Well, she, in the in the story, I believe she goes to the rebellion around the same time. I mean, this, this, Mandalorian takes place like five years after Jedi, so yeah. I, at that point, she'd already be fighting for the rebellion. I think. I mean, Alex Damon would be able to tell me that more so Why than anything. Is, so it's Battlefront two because she wasn't in Squadrons. 
That was I don't think she, so. She, she wasn't in the group of squadrons because that was still playing there. She's in yeah. Battlefront. Battlefront two, yeah, she yeah. That, that's where her story. They, that's right because Battlefront they they made the big thing that they were adding a single player campaign with it. That's right. Yep. Yeah, um, which is why I liked the second game so much better. Um, either way, very excited to see what happens. But I would love to have Janina on this show if possible, no doubt. And I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank Steph and Mike. Obviously, please go and check out. So we have a big Star Wars, massive Star Wars title match on oh, Friday God. Friday night between Alex the Demon Damon against the champion Andrew the Hunter Demolanta. Their first match was the best Star Wars trivia match I think that I've it's ever insane. seen. It makes it, it, it it's ridiculous. It's so watching good. that I'm like, okay, this is it's really, what is really going good. On here? It's really, really good. And so if you go to the Schmodownlive.com, you can get tickets on the undercard. You're gonna get new the new rookie sensations, PG Peggy Gubbins against Rick the Rager Radis. That happens in the undercard. And then the main event is, of course, Damon versus Dimolanta 2. The winner will play Laura Kelly at the uh, Schmodown Collision in July for the championship. So please uh, go and, and check that out. And thank you to, to all of you, and thanks to Mike. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus.